0: You're listening to season two of the Live 360 podcast with Tony Sutherland, and this is episode 58. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode. We're talking about seven W's for daily wins. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be seven points and each one's going to start with a W and I hope it'll help you remember things. This basically is my daily routine that I've had for probably the past 35 to 40 years. And these are things that I do every day. I have been doing the same things every day for 35 to 40 years. And they've taken on different forms, and you know, sometimes it doesn't all come in the same order. But I wanted to share with you today um, a little bit of my daily routine, and I thought maybe it would help you. I believe that we need to have some routine built into our life a system or a way that we approach each day. And I believe that if we do that, we're gonna win each day and i've talked a little bit about this before but i want you to think of this in terms of daily wins you know daily wins add up to a lifetime of wins and this teaching is not a quick fix method Um, and i want to remind you that the gospel of jesus christ is not about self-improvement however there are things in my daily routine that have helped me over the years and there's specific areas that i'm going to share with you today that I really believe if you'll apply these each day, they will improve the quality of your life and give you a sense of direction. You know, uh, my wife likes to take trips with me when I know where I'm going. (laughs) You know, uh, we used to when we were just first married, she would put a map. I know some of you don't even know what that is, but it's a piece of paper that unfolds several different ways and shows you the roads and you know the stops and the direction all in one shot on a piece of paper now we have gps man where would we be without gps but think about that where would you be without some direction in your life and i believe that if you have a routine it helps give you direction and i believe these things will help you pace your life out in daily increments now As I share this with you, yes, my routine has changed over the years, but these are the seven basic things that I have woven into the fabric of my daily routine. And so I'm going to share with you seven W's for daily wins. This is my daily routine. I hope it helps you. So let's just jump right on in. All right. Before I share with you my first point, I want to go ahead and list all seven of them. And just introduce each one and then we'll go into detail on each one. So number one is wake up strong. Number two is word first. Number three, work out. Number four, work. (laughs) Number five, wiggle. Number six, wrap up. And then number seven, wind down. Now these will be simple. You may have even heard of some of these before. But, you know, I believe that you'll have your own way of applying these in your life. So number one, wake up strong. You know, it's just hard to hit that alarm when you wake up. And, you know, I've just found that when you reach over, turn that alarm off and get up and let your feet hit the floor, start your day with a praise, say something positive out of your mouth, Lord, I thank you for this day. Um, And let's not make excuses. Wake up strong. Don't waste 40 to 50 years of your life sleeping in. Get up. You know, make a routine in your life of getting up the same time every day. I know some of you do it for work anyway. See, I work out of the home and I've worked out of my home office now for almost the past 20 years. And I have found that it's easy to get into a ritual of laziness. You got to get up strong. And when you get up strong, let's look for inspiration. The first thing, you know, maybe you could speak a positive scripture or a quote, or you could just pray, or you could just say something positive. Like this is the day the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it because you set the tone of each day with your words. So shutting the alarm off is not the only way to wake up you got to wake up your spirit wake up your mind wake up your outlook wake up your positivity because as you set the tone for the day that's how your day will get started have you ever just had a really bad morning and it kind of tripped up the rest of your day that happens when you wake up weak don't wake up weak. Wake up strong. Give yourself a good stretch. Think positivity. Set the tone with your words. Speak a scripture or a phrase or something inspirational. Put something on a post it note. Put it on your mirror and wake up positive. Determine to move one step closer to your dream. I'm telling you, when you wake up, that should be a thought on your mind. Today, I'm going to determine to move one step closer to my dream, my goal. Uh, my my desires, the things that I'm passionate about, my calling, the calling that God put on my life. I'm going to step up, wake up, be strong, say something positive, and i 'm going to determine today I may not make huge strides toward my dream but i 'm going to determine to do at least one thing. make that phone call um, you know maybe you 're trying to lose weight i 'm going to cut back on something today i 'm um, going to you know apply myself to this area of study or you know learning whatever it is i 'm going to determine to do at least one thing. Tell yourself that you've got this day, God's got this day, he's got control of it, and no matter what you're facing, if you wake up strong, you'll be able to face it a whole lot better. So number one, part of my daily routine, wake up strong. All right, number two, word first. Get the word of God in your life, the first thing in your day. Um, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the words of Christ. Don't start with the news. Don't start with your cell phone. Don't start with social media. Man, that's one of the things we like to do first is start right into our phones and into social media and getting all the bad news. And man, I'm telling you, bad news hits us first if you're not careful. I want to encourage you to find some time in the morning, maybe pull away for 10 minutes if you can and just get into the word of God, particularly your new covenant, the New Testament, The words of Jesus, the words of Paul, learning about your new covenant. And by the way, if you haven't done this yet, I wanna encourage you to go on over to YouTube and follow me on this journey of grace that I've been taking. Um, I'm building a case for the gospel of grace. Each week I post a powerful video. Um, It's a little different than what we do here on this podcast, but I want to encourage you. Maybe you want to do that each week. Go each week and follow me on YouTube and maybe watch a portion of the video. That might be something good for you, but get the truths of God's grace. Ask God for daily bread, which is your solid food. I want to encourage you, be a self-feeder. Don't trust your pastor and your churches and everything always to give you the word that you need. That's what this podcast is all about. It's daily grace. It's grace for the practical, getting the word of God in your life every day. I always say, don't make decisions without a clear vision. Get counsel from God, spend time in prayer and meditation. Now I've, spent a lot more time in the word of God over the years, each and every day, because it is part of my vocation, my calling, my ministry. But I absolutely love the word of God. I love spending time in God's word. I don't know what I would be without Jesus speaking to me through the pages of scripture. And I want to encourage you during these times, be clear with your questions and requests. The Bible says, make your petitions known and the God of peace who passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. Talk to God, ask him things, ask for wisdom. And I just say, don't pull the trigger if you don't have a target. Come on, guys. You gotta have the word of God. It's armament for your soul. Read a Christian book along with the Bible. You know, stay encouraged. You gotta encourage yourself. And the word of God is able to help you discern the thoughts and, and intents of your heart. You know, sometimes we're led astray by our own selfishness and our own ambition. But I got to tell you, the word of God helps straighten us out and give us direction. There have been times when I have been in the scripture and God will say something to me through those verses, man, that encouraged my soul and help me see things so differently and adjust the course of direction in my life. So number two, word first. This is a part of my routine. And now there's been some days I haven't done it, but for the most part of my life, the word of God has been the first go-to of my day. All right, number three, the next W is work out. (laughs) Man, the older you get, the harder it gets. But you know, I just wanna encourage you, get your body moving. You know, put you some praise music in your AirPods and get on the sidewalk and go for a walk, get on the treadmill, do some type of physical exercise, racquetball. I talked to a buddy the other day. He said he never played racquetball. He's dodging that ball right and left, about to hit him in the head most of the time. But bodily movement actually stimulates brain function. And it also helps you make better dietary decisions during the day. Work out, eat healthy. Come on, this is simple stuff, but I've been doing this for a major portion of my life. Now, there's been some seasons where I've kind of fallen off the bandwagon And then there's been some seasons where I jumped off the bandwagon 2020 fat demic, (laughs) not pandemic fat demic for me. But you know what? Exercise is so important. It helps you feel better about yourself. It helps you stay in your clothes. And I read something a little while back that exercising can actually add about four years to your life. So the older you get. You know, we got to think, you know, I've got a few more years left. I want them to be the best quality of years that I can. And most of our physical problems are tied to bad physical health choices. So, you know, go for a walk, drink more water. It It's not that complicated. I once heard if you... Walk 20 minutes a day, drink eight glasses of water, and eat more protein. You've made some of the best decisions you'll ever make about your health. Let me just give you six quick points about a workout plan that have helped me. Think safety. Start small. Be realistic. You know, uh, I remember one time I wanted to jump into this workout program and I bought one of those old plastic jogging suits that kind of fits over your entire body. And I was pushing probably about 60, 70 pounds overweight. And I uh, went to a youth camp out in Colorado and I said, I'm just going to start on Monday morning. I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm going to start working out and running. And I put that jogging suit on. And one of my buddies who actually was an Olympic runner was going to work out that next morning. And I said, man, can I just go with you? He said, sure, man. So we got out into the forest and he just started running, sprinting up this mountain. And here I come trying to come after him. And I was tripping over logs and stepping in, dirt holes. And, and I didn't even make it probably 50 feet. And I was huffing and puffing and completely out of breath. And I just turned around, and went back to the cabin. <laughs> That's why it's important to be realistic. You know, know that you got to think safe, start small, be realistic. And I encourage you to plan ahead, you know, put it in your schedule. I'm going to get up tomorrow at, you know, six o'clock, do a 30 minute walk. 20 minute jog, maybe some, you know, lightweights or whatever. And then, you know, you'll have more success doing it when you plan and plan your meals. You may want to plan your meals at the beginning of the week. My son right now, man, he plans his meals every week. He's cooking on Sunday night, chicken, vegetables, and, you know, uh, an avocado. And he does the same thing five days in a row. And then he cheats on the weekend. So plan ahead. And then number five is don't be afraid of the gym, man. Don't. Oh, I don't like gyms. I don't like when people look, you know, we just make so many excuses, guys. Let's stop making excuses. And then number six is expect to lose some battles. You're going to fail a lot in the beginning. You're going to cheat. You're going to go off your diet. You're going to miss workout days, but stay consistent. Work out, get your body movement, go on walks, do some push-ups, do some light weights, eat healthy, make small decisions. Just start somewhere. Just start somewhere. You know, make a good decision for your life, and it will help you in the course of the long term of your life. Now, I've been doing this again for many, many years. A good portion of my life, I've been working out, and I used to be overweight many years ago. I was overweight, Came out of my freshman year in college and I had put on that freshman 15 and then some. But I went home for the summer. I made some choices and some changes in my life and it set a precedent. And you know, when I start kind of busting past that weight limit that I, that I don't wanna be at, you know what I do, man? I pull back, I start making choices. It takes a while, but I give myself a lot of grace, but I just can't afford not to stay healthy, especially with what God's called me to. So number three work out. All right, guys, I just want to stop halfway here in the middle to remind you to subscribe to this podcast, leave us a generous review, give us five stars, write out your review, tell us what you think, and then share this podcast with one or two other people in your life who need to hear what you're hearing today. Our hope is that you'll discover how to have peace and joy to the fullest in every area of your life. I'm specifically talking about. You know, my daily routine that I've had over the past maybe 30, 35 years, these seven ideas, seven W's for daily wins, you know, it's daily wins that add up, you know, over the long term in your life. Don't think, you know, long term so much as is just trying to accomplish and tackle each and every day, because that's going to help you get closer to your goals, the things that you want to do. And uh, these things have been important and valuable to me and I've seen results and I know you will too. So let's jump back into this whole idea of seven W's for daily wins. All right. Number four is work. Number three was work out. Number four is just plain work. You got to focus. And I would like to encourage you to either have a to-do list or a list of goals and things that you want to accomplish each and every day um i found that a a quick to-do list check it each day check my calendar see if i have any appointments see if i have any calls to make um important activities trips you know check your calendar you need to write some stuff down you need to do life the right way w-r-i-t-e way Um, I typically tell my wife, if she wants me to go to the grocery store, it better be written down because if it's not on that list, it's not getting purchased. I got to see it. And I think sometimes if we don't see the information, we don't apply the information, you know, unretrievable information is unusable and you need to remove distractions. You know, one thing that helps me when I'm doing a task is to put my phone away Don't answer it every time it goes off. Check it maybe around 10, 12, and 2, or 4. Stay off social media. And I'm not always good about that, but I found that when I focus, because I've got a little bit of ADD, and it's easy for me to be distracted. I'm a one-track mind, so i got to remove distractions. Close down open windows on your computer screen that you're not using, and stay focused. Resist multitasking. Don't keep jumping back and forth. You know, research shows that multitasking actually makes you less productive and you don't reach your goals and hit your deadlines, your timelines. So get the distractions out of the way. And if you build that into your routine, when people call you, they'll know that you're not going to immediately respond to them. You'll program and help train others on when to contact you and knowing when they're going to be, you know, called back. But if people know that you're going to just pick up the phone every time you call, you're going to get hit all day long. So, you know, put your phone away put distractions away, focus on one thing at a time and get it done. So number four is work. All right. This next one's pretty simple. Number five, wiggle. You got to have some wiggle room in your life. Now I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. So I have to be good when things don't work out. I have to be good when the routine changes. That's why I say 80-20 is a good principle. Stay 80% diligent to your routine and your schedule and give yourself 20% just to have some wiggle room. Some seasons will require more when there's physical sickness. And you know maybe there's uh, you know summertime, my wife comes home. She's home for the summer. She works as a speech pathologist and she's in the school system working most of the year. But then in the summertime, she's home so we have to be flexible and then when 2020 pandemic hit we had to really change things up so you need to be able to bend blessed are the bendable for they shall not break you got to learn not to be so rigid give yourself some wiggle room you know some of those gurus out there will tell you to live a life so disciplined that nothing else gets your attention or your time but you got to be willing to reschedule and cancel and and again, again, this is all within reason, but you got to be willing to give yourself some wiggle room in your diet. I talked in one of my past podcasts, eat the donut, man. Don't live your life so disciplined that life is miserable. Now, if you're on someone else's schedule, that's different. You got to be on time. You got to show up. I say, if you're on time, you're late. <laughs> my father-in-law says, I'd rather be an hour early than a minute late. That's his philosophy. And I like to show up on time. I like uh, moving time points along in my schedule, but you got to be willing to be flexible. Even discipline has to be applied in moderation. You know, we say do everything in moderation. That means even discipline. You got to put moderation on your discipline. You know, sometimes on travel, you may not be able to find your workout. Like you want to, you know, but you got to have some options, you know, you got to hit that hotel gym and it may not have the things that you like that you're used to at home. And some of you live your life on the road. So you've learned how to flex and bend and move and change it up. So you got to give yourself some wiggle room. I didn't say get lazy and get lax and and completely abandon discipline and diligence. And persistence and schedule and organization. No, but I said, give yourself some wiggle room. You know, even when you schedule a meeting, maybe schedule 10 or 15 minutes past that meeting and don't schedule something right up against it. You know, you're going you're gonna to struggle if you do that. You're going to struggle if you don't give yourself some air to breathe. So be willing to wiggle a little bit. This is a big W for a daily win. You know, you work and in your work schedule, you know, take a lunch break. And don't answer phone calls. Maybe go to the break room or go to your car or go sit outside. And, you know, that's a good time to check your phone and just give your brain a time to, you know, inhale and breathe and relax and kind of, you know, recharge for the next part of your day. Um, Because if you don't give yourself wiggle room, you're going to be so stiff that you're going to crack and we got to avoid that. So number five, a big W for daily wins is give yourself some wiggle room. All right. The next W for a daily win is wrap it up. You got to plan early to depart from work. So I would say you want to start wrapping things up around four o'clock. You know, sometimes there's projects and deadlines and I know that more than anybody. Like right now I'm recording this podcast late at night. You know, life has been a little bit busy again. I'm in that wiggle space right now, but on a daily basis, you want to plan to wrap things up. Like my wife comes home from work right around 4:30. So I'm thinking right around 3:30, I need to start wrapping it up. Now I start work a lot earlier in my day. I'll be in the Word of God probably around 6, 615, 6:30. And you know, then I'm kind of like getting my workday started right at 8. A lot of places start their work days at 9 and 10, but I'm I'm pretty busy at it from 8 o'clock until about 4, 4.30, sometimes pushing that a little bit, but my mind has to start wrapping down because I want to be available for my family. So prepare to wrap it up and you want to leave your work at work. Say, I'm not going to take this home. I don't want to be working at home. Um, don't bring your work home and drag your family into it. Otherwise, they're going to have a distaste for your work. And eventually they'll have a distaste for you too. So do critical things early on in your day. You know, there's that crunch time we talk about in between two and four. I would say get busy on the critical stuff and then hit the other stuff later in the day because the priority stuff gets attention. And then the latter part of the day, you know, gets stuff that, you know, you, you've got two or three days to do it. There's not a whole lot of deadlines. So, you know, do critical things early on in your day. This will help you prioritize urgent over important sometimes we just lump everything together as urgent and if you're add everything is urgent okay so you want to be able to learn the difference between urgent and important and doing critical things early in your day will help you do that and they'll also ensure that you're not left with a crisis moment or a crisis project or a very important necessary detail right before you leave work you don't want to be Hitting four thirty, right, you know, before that five o'clock punch out comes and go, Oh no, oh no, oh no. That's why I'm saying do the critical stuff early. Don't schedule important meetings at the end of the day. Do those early on and don't schedule a bunch of them in one day. You know, try to tackle important critical meetings, maybe two a week at max if you can. Again, if you're, if you're working for yourself, it's easier. If you're working for someone else, try to figure out ways to schedule important meetings less in the week and earlier in the day. Now, I got to be honest with you. Sometimes it's good to have a critical meeting on Fridays. Why? because the weekend's coming. If you've got something important to tell your boss or something, you know, an awkward conversation that you're going to have to have, sometimes it's good to have it early in the day on Friday, because then they don't have to come to work and face you for the next three or four days. They'll have some time to process it on their own. You're not ruining their weekend. You're actually helping them have some space and time to deal with it. And you know, if there's a important project meeting or a request that you've got to make or an awkward conversation sometimes it's okay to have it early in the day on friday but i think it's important that if you've got to be able to work through those issues you want to start having those meetings early in the day because again we're talking about wrapping it up schedule it in your day like maybe in your schedule your planner put somewhere on you know 330, 4 o'clock time to wrap up and maybe set yourself an alarm You've got to discipline yourself. you got to leave that one other edit that you needed to do. And man, I know what I hate unfinished work guys, but wrapping up is good for your mind because if you don't wrap it up and I'm not talking about finish it up, I'm just talking about wrap it up, save it, put it to the side. It'll be there tomorrow and, and don't think about it overnight. If you, if you can, um, if you get an idea and you need to, you need to implement it, don't go work on it. Jot yourself down a note and save it. They say when you jot a note down to remind yourself of something, it frees up your mind and you can go about your day with some relative level of peace. So don't schedule difficult conversations toward the end of the day. Do your critical stuff early. And if there's an important meeting where you need to make that critical connection, influence, relationship, sometimes, again, it's good to call them first thing in the morning on Fridays. And, uh, cause it's the weekend and they're usually in a good mood. So number six, part of my routine, and I've found that the wrap up is very important. All right. And the last one, number seven, very important is the wind down. Number six was wrap up. Number seven is wind down. Just plan to go to bed at a decent hour. Don't stay up all night. You know, planning your day starts the night before. Okay. And you got to get good rest. It's critical to optimal performance. You know, they say there's a such thing called the sleep thief. And if you're stealing sleep, the sleep thief will come and take it back from you at your least aware moments, like while you're driving, when you're sitting in a meeting, when you're on the phone, when you're doing an important project. They say lack of sleep causes us to make 10 times more mistakes every day. And we don't want that, you know, don't eat late at night. Stop eating because it gets your brain going and your body going, you know, on rare occasions. Again, you got to have that wiggle in there. It's okay, but you got to have a time where you can wind down. You got to be able to, you know, you know, hit the sack early so that the sack doesn't hit you early the next day. And it will because it'll feel like a sack of potatoes just smacks you in the in the head. When you don't get enough sleep, I call it sledgehammer tired. You ever felt that tired where you just felt like the sledgehammer hit you in the head because of lack of sleep. So, again, on rare occasions, it's okay to stay up late and and watch a movie or have a snack. And I want to tell you something important. (laughs) I learned this from a song back in the 70s. The freaks come out at night late at night. It's hard to make decisions. Bad things happen. The worst stuff is on TV. Uh, You don't want to be watching the news late at night. Um, You don't want to be arguing late at night. Don't make decisions when you're tired. And a lot of people, they try to solve all the world's problems at night. So plan to wind down. Make your room a sanctuary. Clean your room. Have a clean room. You know, try to avoid you know, lights and, and definitely don't be on your phone right before you go to sleep. A lot of people do that and their brain is still going. I like to watch YouTube on the big screen TV, but I found that a lot of times the longer I do that, uh, my brain is still awake. So I got to shut it off and let my brain go to sleep and wind down if you're in a real bad way of sleep right now you really need to discipline yourself for 14 to 21 days just to get some good sleep in your life because man it's going to make a difference and once you start getting good rest man your mind works better the next day this is simple stuff guys this is my routine This is my simple routine. It doesn't sound like a lot, but some of you need some simple in your life. You need to simplify. You need to streamline. Number one, wake up strong. Shut that alarm off. Stand up. Raise your hand. Say something out of your mouth that's positive and uplifting. Tell yourself God's got this day. Wake up strong. Number two, word first. Even if it's just five or 10 minutes in the scriptures. Then number three, work out. Get yourself some movement in your life. Schedule it during your lunch break. Maybe you want to go to the gym right after work, but you've got to have work out. You've got to have some movement. Then number four, work. Keep yourself focused. Check your itinerary, your calendar, your to-do list. Do some time management. Remove those distractions. Resist multitasking. Close up the windows on your computer that don't apply. Put away your phone. Then number five is wiggle. You want to create that wiggle room. You know You need some flex time in your schedule. Blessed are the bendable, for they shall not break. 80% discipline, scheduled, structured, focused, disciplined, diligent, determined, persistent. And then 20% wiggle room. Give yourself some time to enjoy life. Then number six, give yourself some time to wrap it up. Prepare to leave work at work. And you got to prepare your mind for it. So prepare your mind to leave work early and leave your work at work. Don't bring it home. Don't drag your family into it. Do those crisis things early in the day. Schedule awkward meetings and crisis meetings and projects early in the day so you'll have time to wrap it up. And then number seven, wind down. Learn good sleep habits. Plan to go to bed early. Your day starts the night before. So put some good sleep habits into your life. And I believe these seven Ws will, over the course of time, help you to have some quality of life. Don't let life drag you along. Grab the reins of your life each and every day so that they don't pull you and drag you but that you can steer it with some sense of direction and purpose. Hey guys, I hope this podcast has just encouraged you today. Kind of helped tweak some things in your life. If this podcast has encouraged you. I want to remind you to subscribe to it. Give us a generous review, actually write out that review and give us five stars. Tell us what you think and then share this podcast with one or two other people in your circle of relationships who need to hear what you're hearing today. Hey, I'll be back again real soon with another encouraging teaching, something that'll help you discover how to have peace and joy to the fullest in every area of your life. And until then, we'll see you.